What if the Len Bias story is about University of Maryland phenom, who was the second pick of the 1986 draft, who went to the Celtics and just two days later had one of the most tragic and shocking deaths in sports history? The podcast investigates how Bias's death changed the trajectory of NBA history, sparked America's cocaine panic, and made a lasting impact on the world of sports and far beyond. Check out What If the Len Bias Story on the Book of Basketball 2.0 feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find out what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older, 18 and older in D.C., and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Whether it's taking all your little ones to their sporting events or everybody getting together and taking a ride to the beach, the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure. With features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or standard third row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Welcome to another edition of Pack Watch with our CMO, Jomi. This is a very special edition because it has a lot to do with him. Has it's, it, it's based around the Clippers. Jomi, I need you to come on. You are not, you need to come on. He is a guy that has had a big stake in the Clippers, both success and failures, I think. Um, ever since the Clippers, ever since he went to Palmdale, the Clippers have been great. And then he somehow sabotaged their greatness some kind of way. Um, Jomi, you have 45 seconds of pack watch for the Clippers. Go. I cannot. I, I have never been so happy in my entire life. This is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Not really, but I was this close, Logan. I was this close to being the talisman to break the Clippers curse, right? They were going to win the chip. They were going to win the chip, Logan, on my watch. On my watch. <laughs> but, but Devin Booker got me. Chris Paul got me. DeAndre Ayton got me. They saved me. Let's go. I'm free. I'm free of Palmdale. I ain't never got to go back. I ain't never got to go back. I served my time. I did my nickel. I'm free. Let's go. <laughs> Pack watch. Thank you, Jomi. It's fantastic. That's phenomenal. Real one's up next. What's popping? Real one's Logan Murdoch here. Phoenix Suns. Uh. We going Sizzla. We going Sizzla. That right there, that right there, that voice you hear, it's Phoenix Suns legend Raja Bell, who was locked in because his Phoenix Suns are going to the motherfucking NBA Finals. Raja, first words right now. How do you feel in this very moment right now? We did it. Mm. Now, all jokes aside, because I had no part of that. Like, it's pretty cool. It's dope. It's dope. And again, I'll say it. I'll be the first to admit it. I, I thought, 
that this year would be a kind of on-the-job learning experience for some of those dudes. I didn't foresee it. Um, and I don't mean it as a shot at the team or anything. I just didn't know that they were ready. I couldn't have, I couldn't see DeAndre Ayton being this great in the playoffs on his first time around, right? Like yeah. I campaign playing phenomenal, um, relatively untested in the playoffs. Like these are stories that that I didn't foresee taking place. But overall, I mean, I think it's so dope for the Suns, um, for Monty, for Chris Paul. Uh, for James Jones, Robert Sarver, and the Suns, you know, the Suns family out there that are that are just as good a fan base as there is in the NBA. I think it's awesome. Yeah, man. This is for Dan D-book, Marley. Like the whole D- yeah, D- yeah. book. It's for Dan Marley. Let me let me let me put these names out. It's for Dan Marley, man. It's for Charles Barkley. It's for Raja Bell. It's for Steve Nash. For Tim Thomas. For Joe Johnson. Yeah. It's for you got some more names, man. Like, come on, dude. This is for the Phoenix Suns are going to the finals, dogs. For yeah. Leandro Barbosa, bro. This is for Barbosa. It's for Amari, man. Um, mm. Tricks, Tricks got it. Tricks got his championship. Like, see, Bar- Leandro got his chip. Um, okay. Morris got okay. his chip. Matrix okay. got his chip. Right, but we're talking about Phoenix Suns that never That's got the chip. That's for Mike D'Antoni. For Mike D, dog. Yes. Now you're talking. Mm. Alvin Gentry, right? For like, Alvin like, Gentry, dude. Yeah. It's for it's for Grant Hill. You Mark Ivoroni, G Hill, correct. Mm. Listen, man, I'm really happy for y'all, dog. I'm really happy for y'all because y'all stuck your chest out. Apparently, it's for Lil Wayne because Lil Wayne was in the in the uh, <laughs> was in the celebrations too. <laughs> I, I want to talk about what's the not game, for bro. Lil Wayne. I guess would be the question, right? Like, like what's not I for mean, Lil but, Wayne? We're gonna we're we're gonna get into this one of the, the the names now Phoenix Suns point guard Chris Paul who has paid his dues and is in the finals played phenomenal last night dude like played and it's funny because I we we have this thing that we do on the timeline called people having legacy games right it's sometimes it's playful sometimes it's real right when somebody is balling out of control in the postseason they might have a legacy game you know it's it's, it's the question that gets asked right. I tweeted out early in the game because Pat Bev was balling in the beginning. We'll get to Pat Beverly in a second. But is this a Pat Bev legacy game? It was absolutely a Chris Paul legacy game last night. And more than anything, you got the whole Chris Paul experience last night. You got the um, the flop that was pretty egre- a pretty egregious flop from Chris Paul. And then an only way a Chris Paul can, he uses that energy, which he created all on his own. And, and then turns into a 40-point night. It just I, I think he dropped like 30. He, he dropped like 30 in the second half after he flopped and made a big deal. Got somebody, got a technical, um, wound up getting the other guy, got Boogie a technical out of it, and then winds up balling out of control and winning the game by and large by himself down the stretch. How do you what, what did you see from Chris Paul and how do you feel seeing him get um a chance at the mountaintop. Um, I'm really excited for Chris Paul. I I think, you know, obviously this is a long time coming for him. He's been a great point guard in the league um, for a decade plus and hasn't gotten the chance to be here for one reason or another. You know, injuries have played their toll in that, but I'm excited for him to get an opportunity to possibly get that chip and, and cement himself in the conversation. If for those who don't cement him in there already, as one of the top point guards of all time, just because he doesn't have a chip. Like this could be, you know, we in today's NBA, in today's culture, it's about your chips, right? Unfortunately. And so for him to get a shot at it, 
I think it's super dope. As far as the game goes last night, it's why you bring Chris Paul in. It's what we've been yeah. saying. It, it's what we've been saying about him the whole time, right? His his value will manifest itself in different ways on different nights. Some nights yeah. it might be as a distributor and a facilitator. Some nights it might be in a toughness, like um, getting up in somebody's face. Some some nights it might just be pure leadership. And then last night, it was, I am a superstar. Give me the ball. Get the fuck out of my way. Like, I'm, I'm going to take us to this promised land, right? Like, someone's got to take the bull by the horns in a game like that. And Chris Paul did it. And that's why you have him, because he, he could do any of those things on any given night. I'd imagine it is so fucking frustrating guarding someone like that with those stakes, right? Because he's going to use every single edge. And here's the thing with Chris Paul, man. Chris Paul doesn't care about how it looks, for better or worse. He doesn't care about tact. He's petty as fuck. He doesn't care. Like, he's going to... Raja, if you're guarding, if you're guarding Chris Paul in this, he's gonna stop to make you run into him. He's yeah. going to bump you on the shoulder. He's going to untie your shoes. He's going to, and then, or he's going to fake flop and be like, "Oh, I didn't do it. What did I do? I didn't do anything." And then Raja's gonna get a tech, right? Yeah, like he is smart almost to a fault because it's so frustrating. But on the other side of that. This is why you need a player like that in a game, in a game like in a closeout game like that, in my opinion, because he's going to scratch and claw in every single way. And I think it's a different oomph when you've been in a game for so long and haven't won. There's a you saw that with Kyle Lowry a couple years back when um he went to the finals with with uh Toronto, where he's di- he's diving for loose balls, he's playing with a bit more of an edge because he sees that his career is on the on the downturn, not on a downturn, but it's closer to being over than it close to at the beginning. And I thought that this was just going to mean that the Suns get a five seed, but they're going to the NBA Finals. Do you? Am I crazy for thinking they can win this? I no. think they can win the. I think they can win the title, man. Like no, no. no matter who's coming out of the East, I think that the, your Suns can win the championship. And honestly, I think they're the favorite right now. They would be the favorites in my book too, Logan. I'm you know Milwaukee. I thought coming into the playoffs. Um, with Brooklyn, were they were my two favorite teams, right? Coming in, um, and then when when Kyrie went down and Brooklyn couldn't advance, I was like, the Bucks. This is the Bucks championship. Uh, I just yep. believed that. I thought they were, you know, more solid than they are. But the way they're playing against Atlanta, even with Giannis, mm-hmm. I'm taking the Suns. The Suns look like the more consistent team. The Suns look like the deeper team. The yeah. Suns look like. The team the that more understands. Team. They look like the more well-coached team, correct? They, they understand from night to night what's at stake in a way that Milwaukee doesn't seem to. Like, Milwaukee, can, I mean, I'm sure we'll get to that, but, like, these cats come out from night to night, and it looks like they're playing preseason basketball. Like they, And I don't even mean X's and O's. I'm not even diving into that. I'm talking about their mindset when they hit the court. Seems like they are relaxed and, and not playing for a, a chip, and that's concerning to me. Phoenix is the favorite right now. Yeah, I remember watching like you know the Lakers growing up. Right after you guys beat them the second, uh, the second time when I when you got right after you guys beat them, I remember the years after that that three four year stretch where they won seemingly every single big game, and it wasn't through. I mean, obviously it was strategy, some was strategy because it was you know Phil Jackson's one of the greatest coaches of all time. But by and large, when you saw those swing games, they were just locked in. And I don't know if I see that from Milwaukee, but I see that from the Phoenix Suns every single time. Even like even when they lost game five, 
they made a valiant comeback and probably could have won that game. It wasn't like they just played bad. I don't I think their mindset was by and large in the game. They just didn't play well. And this game in game six, you saw them from the tip that they were ready to go and they were locked and loaded. And they had two dudes. When your two dudes are Chris Paul and Devin Booker, you're going to be locked in. It just is what it is. You can't. You, there's no other way. And that is why I think the Phoenix Suns are going to win a title. They just have something there. And I don't know if Atlanta has there yet just because I just they're I don't know. I just don't see Atlanta having it. I don't see Milwaukee having it. Here's what I can't quantify, all right? And I don't I don't know that anyone can. So you just, you know, it, it is what it is. But it is a question of mine. And, and I think it's fair. Like, I pride myself on keeping it a buck. Uh, the teams that Phoenix has gone through to get to the championship, we can agree have all been... Injured? To some degree, right? Like, we can, we yeah. can agree. That's a fact, right? They've been missing pieces. Mm-hmm. What percentage of themselves are those teams is the question that I have. And I don't mean to diminish anything. I'm not trying to do that. But that's what I can't tell, right? Like, I can't tell yeah. how diminished the Western Conference has been or by injury. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because you caught the Lakers without fucking one of the best players on the planet. And the other one was at a percentage of himself. Um, yeah. You caught, you know, it was Denver, right? Yeah. Right? I'm trying. I'm trying to. You caught Denver without their, their best ball handling scoring player. You know what I mean? Like, Jokic is the MVP, but... The other one is what makes it go equally. And, you know, Kawhi Leonard is one of the best players in the game. And yeah. so I'm, I'm not taking anything away from them, but that's what I can't tell when you're talking about those Eastern Conference teams. Um, you know, and, and if Giannis is healthy, I don't know how much stronger they are just because of health than Fiend. I don't know. But that's, that would be my reservation if I'm playing devil's advocate. That's true. I mean, you are King Devil's advocate on the show. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm still taking the Suns. But like, if if the if the East should look better than you think they do, then that would answer my question, right? Like, okay, what's funny maybe. though is like, even even in the East, the the two play, the two teams that are coming out of the East right now, both of their stars are injured. We don't know if we're going to get to this in a second, but we don't know if Trey Young is going to play tonight. It's, it's questionable. True. We it's don't true. know if Giannis is going to play tonight. He's doubtful, right? And I think. And I'm and I'm wrestling with this too, right? About like how good Phoenix is versus the health of the rest of the of the field. But also, man, you notice know you play in the league. It's the fucking war of attrition, dude. Like, yeah, I don't give a shit. If I'm just yeah, give a shit. Yeah, yeah. I hope that you're. I hope that you're healthy. But if you're not, shit. <laughs> Sorry, Logan. I'm not gonna front. I don't hope that you're healthy. Why do I give a <laughs> shit? Like when I'm trying to get that chip, I I don't know. I, you know, personally, I don't want to see any of my brothers get hurt. But I, if I catch you at fifty percent of yourself, I'm I'm happier with that than I am with you at a hundred percent. Anybody telling you different, they're lying. Yeah, yeah, no, straight up. You need to, um, but that is it, and that's what I. That's why I'm like, I always come up with the injuries, but I'm like, well, fuck, bro. Like every year, there's injuries. You know, there is, and that's the game. You know, that is what it is. It. It is. And I, I, the way, the reason I say it might be different than the reason you're saying it, because I'm not saying it to diminish anything they should do to win a chip. What I'm saying is if if the Eastern Conference teams, let's say they get healthy, Trey Young and, and, and Giannis, and they show up in the finals against the Suns, and they look better than anything that they've seen in the West, that's going to be the answer to your question. Can you dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not to take anything away from the Suns. I'm just saying, while I think the Suns are the favorite, what I can't tell is how much health has to do with that or lack thereof. Do you, okay, feel free to say I'm, I'm stupid and by proxy, anybody who else says this is stupid. 
or ask this question is stupid. Is there such thing as an asterisk title in your eyes based on what you just said right now? Hell no. Okay. Ain't going to be no asterisk next to the parade. Like okay. there's not going to be a, that Raja may or may not be it. Yeah, there's a, there's going to be no asterisk <laughs> next to the ring that you keep in whatever safe or wherever you got. There's no asterisk. Hashtag, like, hashtag get real ones to Phoenix. Get real ones to Phoenix. Is that still a thing? I mean, did it, we did get hashtag. I'm just saying the hashtag real ones to Phoenix. I mean, public pressure is something, you know, let's That's do it. Um, no, I mean, look, there's always going to be some idiot out there talking that possibly, but there are no asterisks. Every championship is as long as I've told you, there are three things that in my estimation have to happen to win a chip. And it's no different this year. Like you have to navigate injuries. You have to catch some good breaks, what, whether they be injuries to other teams or suspensions or whatever that looks like. Right. And then you got to be playing good basketball. Those three things line up. You got a shot at the chip. They've lined up for the Suns. No asterisk. Man, we said, well, I asked you who had to step up in this game. And you said, for the Suns, and you said DeAndre Aiden. Mm -hmm. And boy, did he show up. What has this been like seeing DeAndre? Like, that was one of the things that I that I talked about and why I said that the, the Suns weren't real, which I apologized on social media last night. I apologize. And I'll <laughs> apologize here. I apologize. I didn't think they were real. But one of the reasons why is because DeAndre Aiden, right? That he defensively, I didn't know if he would match up to all these centers. He went head to head with Jokic, went head to head with AD and held his own. Like yeah. I know AD was injured for some of that series, but game one, who who stepped up to the challenge? It was DeAndre Aiden in that first round series. What have you seen from him? And how do do you think that he can keep this going going into the finals? Yeah, I don't know why that would I don't know why that would stop now. Um you know, the only the only thing that I think could be an issue is the time off. Because sometimes you could go from having this great rhythm and energy, and then you get a few days off while you're waiting on the other teams, and maybe you just lose a little bit of momentum. But I don't think that's the issue. I don't think that's going to be an issue. These games are being played, you know, every other night. I don't foresee that being a problem. I fully expect him to come out and play great in the finals. Um, and how consistently he does that, Logan, quite frankly... Is, is probably going to dictate, you know, whether the Suns win it or not. You know what I mean? But when you ask me what have I seen from him, I mean, he's great defensively. Uh, he's great on the glass. But I got to keep it a buck. Like, without getting into X's and O's, forgive me those listeners who want us to do that all the time. He's just better <laughs> offensively. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, that's, I'm sorry, bro. I did that for five years. I don't want to do that right now. Um, uh, like, I really don't want to do that. Um, he's better offensively than I thought. Like he is, yeah. he's got a bag offensively, you know, again, I fight on Twitter all the time with people posting up what they do with him last night, what they do with him multiple times last night, put the ball inside to him and let him exploit a mismatch. Right. Yeah. Like he's, he's good down there on the block. He's got enough stuff to be proficient on the block. He's a good rim, you know, top of the key to rim roll guy. He, uh, you know, he's got great hands. He knocks down little, like he's just better offensively. I knew he was good defensively. You know what I mean? I, I knew he was good at rim protector, but he's better offensively. What I do like about his him his role on this team is, you know, he can blossom into the center that he wants to be, and I think that is what is expected of him without pressure right now. Like he had six, I think he had sixteen points, and he had seventeen, 17 board. board. Yep. But like 
He ain't got to do more than that right now. He can figure out his bag. All he got to do, honestly, all the fuck he got to do, give me 12 board, give me twelve points and give me 12 boards, bro. That's all I need from you right now. That's the bare minimum. That's all That's I need. That's a win. That's a win. That's a the win Suns. right there because Chris Paul is going to do what he does and D-Book is going to do what he does. And then you can develop. And once Chris Paul is like, you know, he's not going to play. He's not going to play the rest of his career. He's not. He don't got 10 more years in his career. Okay. So once... Chris Paul is done. You can fill into that role. Then you can be that 22, 25 guy. If you just stay the course right now. And that's, that's, I, he's doing it, playing it perfectly fine right now. And he said that Chris Paul was the greatest thing to happen to his career, which is the truth. And this is why, because he can just go right into his role and then blossom right into that. One of the best centers in the league. If he stays the course of where he is right now, we said that when they got Chris Paul, like, I said he's going to be great for DeAndre Ayton. Like, he was going to be good for Devin Booker. But he was going to be great for DeAndre Ayton. Book was like a, not a finished product, but he, are, he had all the tools right there. He was yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. And, and, he, and, and, you know, typically, like, he's out on the floor handling and shit like that. So, you can take that ball and find your own. Like, DeAndre mm-hmm. doesn't find his own, like, bringing it up the court. Like, to some degree, you got to get it to him where he likes it. And great point guards are great at that. Getting you the ball where you like it, not just getting it to you, but where you like it, where you can be, you know, effective. And I'm going to just, I mean, let me say this again, because I've said his name multiple times. I thought it was a massive pickup for them when they, when they pulled the trigger for it, because I told you he was exactly what they are looking for in terms of a grizzled vet, um, tough as nails type of dude who you want in the trenches with you in the playoffs. And before Chris Paul took it over last night, he held it down. Jay Crowder. Oh, Rowan. Yes. Before Chris Paul took it over, he was holding it down. But we talked about that when they signed Jay Crowder. We talked yes. about that. Like, though, it's funny because we know we we know this that the star acquisitions are always going to get the most headlines, right? But the players that win you the games aren't necessarily the stars, bro. It's 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 the Raja Bells, bro. It's the it's the Jay Crowders. It's the Mikel Bridges, right? It's those other, it's the campaigns. That's right. right. Those are the ones that win you the title. That's why when we have, that's why we have role players on as guests here that you gravitate towards them, Raja. And you like, yeah, role players, put some respect on our fucking name. Right. That's why you do that. Because those are the, those are the guys that win you the titles. And that, and Jay Crowder last night was hitting timely shots, was hitting, was, was playing defense, man, was playing within himself. Those are the things that you need when you're trying to win a chip in Jay Crowder. That's, and that's what I think I love. That's what I love about this Suns team is that they're at the stage right now where everybody just wants to win. And it's, and I know that that sounds cliche and just like, oh man, they're supposed to, but that's not how it is all the time in locker rooms. There's no, it's, it's the right amount of ego for this team. Nobody's trying to play above themselves. Everyone's trying to pick each other up that you don't get that often. And I see that with the Suns right now. Yeah. They look like a a destined team. Everyone, everyone's fate is aligned. They are trying to win that chip. I'm going to throw another name at you because I think we both deserve a little pat on the back. I think we both liked it also Mm. when they picked him up. We said it was another good piece that fits the mold of what the Suns have been missing. Right. It was Tory Mm -hmm. Craig. And Tory he's, Craig. Been, he's been in and out of the lineup, right? Granted, offensively, he is not what he's been in Denver. But last night, he played 31 big minutes 
And I think this is a good segue, Logan, because I think this is where we're going. He did a fantastic job on Paul George. Mm. Right? And it doesn't show up. It doesn't show up in the stat sheet. It doesn't show up in the stat sheet, but it was integral to their to their win last night. Shout out to Tory Craig, too. Also, shout out to you, man, because that was literally the next thing up was Paul Ugh. George. There we go. Tory Craig, ball and like, but you, that's what you need, bro. Like, um, you know, covering the Warriors, you saw a guy like Andre Guadala, who was not did never played well in the regular season. You can look up the stats. But in the postseason, guys like that, guys like, and I'm not comparing Torrey Craig to Andre Guadala, but you need guys like that who, you know, they might not play well on a game or numbers wise on a night in, night out basis, but they get paid to show up when it matters. Okay. Yeah. Cause when you, when you pay guys and they don't show up with it, when it matters, it's a waste of bread. It just is what it is. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. But the only words that you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. You brought up Paul George. We already know the relationship that we've had with Paul George on this pod and what we've said and everything. We already know. I think that, he, I mean, he's balled out, balled out enough this postseason for us to be like, okay, Paul George, you, you've made your point. We get it. Comma, however, in a closeout game, and it's in another closeout game, because I, I don't want to diminish the, the, la- the game five that he had with the series on the line. Dude only missed five shots at 41 points, carried the team to a victory. Like, I'm not going I, I to – I don't even think it's like even – I think he's slander-proof at this point. He just didn't shoot well tonight or last night. Um, but I want to ask you, he played – he's logged 776 minutes in this postseason, 129 more than any other player has logged. Do you think this was just one of those things where, like, bro, he probably was just tired, man? Like, he, like it probably just was the end of the road, or did you think there's more to it than that? What did you see from him? Was he too passive, or was it more of just, like, it, you? we see this with star players where it's just the end of the road, and you can kind of just see it just taking its course. Listen, you call me whatever you like. But I'm not very nuanced when it comes to this shit. I said it last year when we left the bubble and it got twisted. Like, I, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a mental health thing. I would never show, throw, throw shade at mental health. What I was saying was as it comes to excuses at this point, when you've not gotten it done, no one gives a shit. No one wants to hear the excuse because your job is to get it done. And if you don't get it done, then it opens it up for whatever comes your way. Now, I have no beef with Paul George. I, I like Paul. I think Paul George is a really, really, really good player. We gave him his flowers last pod. We, yeah. We're, but, we're, yes. But you didn't get it done. So I don't, I don't want to hear about minutes. I don't want to hear about minutes. Like, are, no one wants to hear that. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, what, what the fuck? You get paid to be the guy who gets us over that hump. If you don't get us over that hump, then you got to take what comes along with that. And I think that's fair. But that right? isn't like, that is that isn't just like 
reserved for Paul. I just want to make the note. It's that's not just reserved everyone. for Paul George. That's everyone that's, that's cast that's in LeBron that role. That's LeBron James. That's Kevin Durant who that's gets e- that all the time. That's, that's Steph it. Curry. That is every, if you are on that mantle, that is what you get. If you don't win, bro, like you, you can't take the good and then not take the bad, Logan. If you're, if you can't do that. The good, the fame, the money, the, the, you know, all that goes along with it, the adulation, all of that. But if you don't get it done, then you got to see the flip side of that coin too. And it don't mean you're not a great player because me and Rob, but both, both acknowledge it. Paul George is a great player. It doesn't mean that you're not a great player. Um, here was, this was my beef with, with Paul George last night. Now he could have been tired. Like it's, again, I don't really give a shit. I don't, I don't know that people want to hear that, but it wasn't that he, did he, Shot bad. Like, I, that happens. Like, no, you know, like, you would ideally not have it happen in a game like that, but it happens. You didn't really give yourself a chance, bro. Mm-hmm. You got up 15 field goals. Yeah. That's not a game to shoot 15 you field goals, You would have rather seen him go, instead of 6 of 15, go like 6 of 45 than 6 Marcus, of Marcus Morris got up more jacks than you last night, man. He yeah. got up 17 FGAs. You know what I'm saying? Like, Scored 26, but got up 17 FGAs. Like, let me look at the let me look at the sun shit real quick. Cause I'm gonna tell you, like, seven Chris Paul shot 24 shots. Devin Booker shot 26 shots. Those are their guys. That's what your mm-hmm. guys do in that game. Like, yeah. if we lose this game, it's on me. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it done. I lost it, but I damn sure gave ourselves, I gave myself a chance to do what I'm supposed to do for us to win this game. I didn't feel like he did that. And I think that's fair. Like, I don't. I just don't think he gave them – he didn't give himself a chance to be the guy that they needed him to be. You can't shoot at 15 field goals in that game. Yeah, no, you can't do it. You can't do it. I I don't know, man. I think that Paul George kind of showed who he is in this series, right? Like, I think he's a top 15 player. I think he proved that. I also think that – I don't think he's a number one option. And that's fine. That's okay. That's cool. It's hard to be a number one option. Um, oh, that is that is no slander at all. See, this is the problem, Logan. We live in a world where when you say that, people lose their shit. Like not being a number one option in the NBA means you're garbage. including the players. Including the players, like it's like absolutely. Yeah. Like there are only a few number one options. Like what the, you're the, what the t- hell? You're the of of in the world. In the world, you are top fifteen in the world. That in the world at that particular time. But yeah, like, it's not that, slanderous. It's, it's not at all. Slanders. No, no. I, and like PG, when we when he missed only five shots, it was an incredible performance in Game Five. Incredible, incredible. Like on the road, it was great. Just didn't work out tonight, man, or last night. It just didn't. Here, the difference. I say this to you all the time. I think you understand it, but I feel like I owe it to the people listening to say it again. The mm-hmm. difference between a number one and a number two, in a lot of cases, is not their ability to score, get buckets or dominate a game. It's the consistency with which they can do that. Does that make sense? There are a lot of talented. Chris Middleton can get you 40 in a closeout game. Um, no problem. He don't do that shit every night. Yeah. Paul George can have a game like he had in game, what was it, five? And we can say that's brilliance offensively, but he don't do that every night. Like it, the, it, the consistency is what casts you in that number one role. Also, I want to say, because there's going to be people that say, listen to this and say, well, he had like nine straight 30-point games and da-da-da-da-da. Like, what are you guys talking about? But I want to make the note, bro, and we talked about this on the podcast a lot. Not all 30-point games are created equal. They're not. It's, oh what you, it's, 
it's so I don't really want to hear that argument, bro. It, it doesn't matter. It's it's your mindset and it's how you go out swinging, man. It just is what it is. And you know, like like I said, man, Paul George is one of the best players in the league, and he proved that. I love watching him play. I do. Yes, because he he. But his game is like his game is is tailor made. Like he's an he's unselfish. Like he tries to play it the right way. He's super gifted offensively. He just you know that that mentality of in a game like that, Logan can't be fifteen shots. It's the best way I could put it. Thirty, yeah. you can have one hundred thirty point games. If you go yeah. come out and shoot fifteen shots in that game, I'm gonna have my questions about whether you're a number one. Speaking of number one, who has proven to be number one, Kawhi Leonard did not play in the backstretch of the series. What what goes on, man? Like. You know, two years ago when the Clippers, you know, acquired Paul George and Kawhi on the same night, um, I remember because I was in Vegas and I was ready to go out. I was, you know, I had plans to go out, Raja, and um, and they didn't want me to do it. You know, I remember that. I, that has nothing to do with it, but um, I'm just I'm just still salty about that. They did that. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they were and it was always like, oh man, the Clippers, the Clippers, you know, they're better than this team. They're better than their best team in the league. Woo woo. Stuck their and they stuck their chest out as such, right? And I know injuries, dude. I know, I know injuries are a part of the game. But when we look back on this 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 stretch, because Kawhi's about to be a free agent, and you know, I think he might go. I think he's going to stay in the in L.A. But wh- how do we see this team, man? Like, how do we see this group? I, I just I. I think that they have a championship roster, but they always find a way to come up short. I don't know if they're cursed. I don't know what it is. You know, a, a Palmdale trip from Jomi can't even save them. Like, I don't know. What, what do they, what do we do? Like, what, what is, what is next for this team? Do they come back and try to do it again next year? Like what, what, what is next? Do you think for this team? I would think that the Clippers brass at this point, deep down in their hearts, uh, feel like they get a, an, another pass, if you will, because of the injury. So I don't think that they feel like there's the pressure to blow it up. Now, I don't know Steve Ballmer. I've never worked for him. He may be in there like, you know, I don't give a damn about that injury. Like, you guys, the clock has run out. You need to make a move. I think that they will keep those two together, Paul George and Kawhi. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really what we're talking about. Anything else around the edges of it, yeah, there need to be some moves, right? Like some 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 ancillary peripheral type of moves to help shore up what they got going on. I thought Lou Williams losing him was tough as a bucket, although I like Pat Beverly. I thought he was good for them. I, I do think there's some moves that need I like to be made. Pat Bev, but except for that bullshit he did, he pulled at the end of the game, but that was bullshit. Yeah, that's facts. Like in, in, in his back while he's walking yeah, away. Pushing now, somebody in their back, that's some bullshit. What's up? Well, go ahead. Wait, wait, let's segue. Let's segue. Is, like, listen, let's, let's just sidebar. This is, where, this is when you can have a nuanced conversation is when we're talking about shit like this. What's up? Tell me what, let's, like, give me, yeah. Well, I don't, I'm not defending shoving someone in the back as they're walking away at all. Yeah. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying to you, Logan, or let me ask you the question. Is there anything okay. that someone could say to Logan Murdoch passing him that would prompt Logan Murdoch to come from behind and shove someone in the back like that? I would say, well, one, no, because I would say, hey, motherfucker, check this out so they could face me. Oh, you would know you? what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I can't push. I just, I just, I just don't feel like I, I'm I just can't, saying. I can't push nobody in the back. I just feel like that's that's whack. That's just whack to me. There are things if you would allow your mind to go there, maybe that someone sure could I, say to you 
that would have you just fly right off the handle and show them in the back. I I'm know also there are for me. Same, I'm also in a sane state of mind right now. It's almost nine in the morning. I'm, I'm, I feel like I have a good life right now. I don't really think about, I'm not thinking about pushing somebody in the back at this moment. No, I know. But all I'm saying is I don't know what was said to him. Because yeah. it looked like something was said to him, right? Like, it wasn't like he was like, oh, man, fuck it. I'm just going to run over there and shove Chris Paul in the back. They were talking shit all game. And if you're going to talk the shit, then you got to be able to take the shit. So, again, I'm not defending his action. I'm simply saying I don't know what was said to him. I don't know that we ever will. Would you push someone in the What would it take for you to push someone in the back like that? Well, you wouldn't just be like, yo, man. Bro, like listen. You say something crazy about my, my fucking wife or my kids or some shit like that. And I'm in the heat of that moment. And 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 you're walking away as you say that shit. I, yeah, dog. Like, I, I'll shove you mm. right in your shit. And then I'm on top of you. Mm. Okay. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, would, I don't know what was said. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. I, I'm just saying, I'd like to think for myself, though, Raja, that I would say I would make him face me. I don't. F I, I just don't like that pushing. Wait, in wait, the wait, wait. Bro. Get the fuck. We're going Bridgerton now. You're gonna turn around. Excuse me, dear sir. We're, Look at you, boy. We will Yo, do all at twelve o'clock. Get the fuck. Bridgerton, hey, wait, Bridgerton boys back. Bridgerton boys are back. Bridgerton boys are back. That's Look the definition. Me in the face. Of, nah, fuck that. That's on site. If something, if something that crosses that that imaginary, whatever that line is for you, if that shit has tweaked you in that moment, ain't nobody saying, "Hey, turn around, son." Turn around, motherfucker. I need to... Dog, you're just... You're reacting. And that's what I saw him do. He hey, reacted. Hey. Face me before we do this duel. <laughs> I burned you know for this duel. Hey, I burned hey, for this hey, duel. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm affair, about to shoot a fair one, I'm going to say that shit. <laughs> I'm like, face me before the duel. <laughs> I just don't know what was said. That's all. That, okay. That's all, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Shout out no, Bridget, Bridget, I Bridget forgot what back. I was. What were we saying, dog? What was I saying before we went there, man? Oh, oh blowing the, the team Clippers. Up. What, what the team up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't fucking know. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Let me just say this. Having that man sit up in a skybox or wherever he was, terrible fucking look. Excuse my language, oh, but I, that, okay. that's yeah. terrible. Kawhi look, Leonard. That's, look at going that's terrible. Yeah. That's an awful look. Now, you could have been trying to hide an injury. Like, I, if that, you know, if those are facts, there that were come excuses out, then, being made for, for him being in that, uh, for Kawhi being in that. It's an awful look. Would you rather him not even come out? Because if he didn't come out, there's no real storyline. Yeah. I, you know where I would if rather he say, him If be? he stays in the back and just watches it in the back, Kawhi does, then there's really no, um, there's there's no, no, there's really no storyline. There's no storyline. Yeah, sit in the back. Sit in the back. You got two options. You sit in the back or you sit on the bench. Those are your options. Or, or stay home. Yeah. Those are your options. You ain't going to be sitting up in a box like... Like you're not a part of what's we're going get, on. Hey, we, we, we're just getting all our shit out today. We're just getting all of our shit out. That bothered me though. It bothered me. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like yeah, yeah. that's not a good look. I mean, you're in it. So like, if you were to, what does that say as a teammate when they go into the uh, into the into the suite instead of into its seat? Let me flip. Let me flip your question. Okay. As a, as a player that's injured, there's not a chance. There's not a, the only thing stopping me. The only reason I wouldn't be with them at that point is if I was suspended from being in the arena, which I've been. And even then, like I would be doing everything I could to see them the very moment they left that arena to just either celebrate or commiserate, whatever that looked like. There would be nothing you could do to keep me away from them. I would have to be non-ambulatory. Non like I would have to, oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Go ahead. Okay. All right. Go ahead. But that's my passion for that shit. Like that's, these are my brothers bro we are in the biggest games of the season like you know how long it takes to get from a skybox to a to to celebrate with somewhere or get to your team come on man 
Bad look. I love I Kawhi. Know. I think he's a great player. I, I'm not saying it was his idea. I just, it, what, whoever's idea it was, that was a bad look. Yeah. <sighs> All right, man. We talked a lot about the Clippers, man. Um, <laughs> you sound like <laughs> you sound upset that we did that, though. Like, what? No, we talked a lot. Beef I'm with just the Clippers. <laughs> I don't have a beef with the Clippers, man. I want them to shine. I think I we I Paul George is a great player. No, you don't. Kawhi, Kawhi, no, you Kawhi don't. Leonard is a great. Why do you guys Yo. do, see? See, I'm I'm opening up my third eye now, Raja. I'm opening it up. I'm opening it up. You always trying to pit me against other people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't like that. You know what I mean? Shout out to the Clippers. Shout out Clipper Daryl. You know what I mean? Shout out to Jomi, the biggest Clippers fan of hey. all time. You know hey. what I mean? All right, man. Let's take a quick break, and we're going to preview something. We're going to preview something. Just wait on it. Take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. It's 3 p.m., and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps from Arby's come in. Available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or as an add-on to your meal. Arby's two for five dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. This episode is brought to you by Visible Wireless. Want a wireless provider that always brings its A-game? Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. And as if that wasn't already a huge win, you could use promo code RINGER20 to receive $20 off your first month just for listening to us talk about basketball. Not bad, right? You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com and use promo code RINGER20. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. And we are back. We're previewing game five. Bucks, Hawks. Six? This five? is what? Five? Five, five, six, five, five. Sorry. It's five. five Why are you doing man. this? Five. They already think we're idiots, bro. It's not like, why are we doing this? We're giving this the ammunition. Um, this is one of the intriguing series because, not because of who's on the floor, it's because of who might not be on the floor. Giannis is doubtful to play in game six or game five. See what the fuck he got me doing. He's doubtful to play in game five with a hyperextended knee. What we thought could be could have been much, much worse. So the prognosis that he is doubtful is actually, that's actually good for the Bucks. the fact yeah. that he's doubtful because we thought he wasn't going to play for the rest of the season. That means there's a could chance that he plays. That could have been a real five. Yeah, and Trey Young is um, questionable with an ankle injury. I don't know what to make of this series. I think the Bucks are going to win tonight, and, I, and I'm not even like sure if that is even the case because... We talked about this early in the pod. I don't know if the Bucks have this, the combination of sense of urgency and coaching enough to win this series. They have the talent to win this series. They are a better team than the Atlanta Hawks. It does not matter, though, because I watched game four, and I got to tell you, Raja, the Bucks should have blown the brakes off of the Hawks. They should have beat the shit out of them. They sh- shouldn't even gotten to the – they should have ran them out of the gym. It, sh- it, it shouldn't have even been like that. And they wind up getting run out of the gym and their best player getting injured. And going into game five, everything would suggest to me that the Bucks wins this game because I, even if Trey Young comes back, we saw him the last time he was in the, in the series. He could barely walk. 
when he got injured. He could barely, he was not even effective. He hit a couple threes, but he, by and large, he was out in the corner just being a decoy. Now, I don't know what to make of this series. I have the Bucks winning this, this game, game five, but I'm not even confident in the slightest on this. I'm pulling a Raja, but I would not be surprised if the Hawks win. What should I make of this game? What should I make of this game and by proxy this series? Like, what is going on? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I had a lot of, I don't trust the Bucs. Um, I just, that's what I, that's what I take away from this postseason with them. I don't trust them. I don't, I don't trust to get the effort that you're supposed to get when you're supposed to get it from them. I do think that they will win tonight. And what's interesting, and I, we talk about a lot, like that old. You've been good um, on the predictions, though. Like when you say a team's going to win, they, they usually, they usually win. Because I know how the NBA be doing it, dog. Like I texted mm. out last night. I know how the NBA be handling their business. Did, I, what I, did you see what I texted last I mean, tweeted. I don't tweet a lot, but you see what I tweeted last night when I said the refs are letting them, them bang tonight? And yes. somebody put in my mentions like, yeah, but it's really one-sided. It's for the Clippers. And I'm like, mm. yeah, it's for the fucking Clippers. That's Wait. right. You're seeing that happen. Was your third eye open? Yeah, trust. So tonight, mm. the Bucs are, and Chris Middleton especially, like he was getting roughed up. He's been calling for some fouls. You know, he's looking over at the refs asking you know, You're not what's getting up? superstar calls, bro. You're not getting those calls, Chris Middleton. Getting, I'm sorry. He's getting them tonight. He's getting them tonight. Oh, he's okay. getting them in Milwaukee tonight. Yes, he is. How many yes, free he throws is. is he getting Believe tonight? That. Like 15? He's getting he's getting upwards of 11, uh, upwards of 10 free throws. And you wouldn't be surprised there's 15. Would not be surprised at all. Um, and like the old cliche of like, you know, a wounded animal is the most dangerous. Like that applies. But what I think is really interesting is when you watched Atlanta and by almost everyone's you know, um, opinion without Trey Young, they were supposed to get smoke. It freed up a lot of other people to yep. go to work. That's not taking away from Trey Young's brilliance as an offensive not player, but he's got the ball in his hands all the time. So, you know, Bogey can't really do what he does and maximize his, you know, Herder doesn't really have the true freedom to do what he does. People get a chance to step up. And so you saw guys, I imagine there's going to be a some effect like that taking place in Milwaukee tonight. Like Chris Middleton, mm. they're a worse team in the long haul without Giannis. But in this small window, like you could see some guys step up and have big games in, in Giannis's absence because there'll be more opportunity for them. I, I got the Bucks tonight. Mm. I I think that like if you look back at the at game five at game uh game four because you keep messing me up, Roger. I'm blaming you. you have, <laughs> it's not your fault, but I'm blaming you on this one. Um, if you look at the if you look at the stat sheet, look at this. This is the closest I'm getting to analytics. If you're looking at the stat sheet, bro, in game four, John Collins, four points, seven rebounds. Plus 26, but four points, seven rebounds. Boyan Bogdanovich, 20.7 of 19 from the field. Herder, seven of 15. They they were not, they played great defense, but they weren't playing well until they got a jolt when Giannis went down. You know what I mean? They got a jolt when Giannis went down. A lot of these players, and we always talk about this, that doesn't necessarily carry on the road all the time. You know? That doesn't... The, that, Bucks, that, the Bucks were awful. Like, it wasn't that Atlanta was they great. They couldn't fucking the shoot. Awful. Yeah. They couldn't shoot, man. And I, and we know with the home crowd, there's going to be a general adrenaline pumping. P.J. Tucker's going to hit those corner threes. Chris Middleton is going to get those calls. Drew Holiday... 30-point game on the way. Like it, we're, It's going to happen. Um, uh, Bobby Portis is going to play well. Connaughton. Hey, hey, oh. hey. I ain't fucking with Bobby Portis. Hey, 
I'm not. You talk about who got it in. I'm not fucking with Bobby Portis. Okay. Bobby Portis had one of the greatest. I didn't get to sit in a ton, but I sat in probably ten or eleven, maybe twelve pre-draft interviews with kids when I was with Cleveland. Okay. He had he had a phenomenal. Like he was just a phenomenal dude in the room. What? How? What? Tell me. He how. was just his his story about where he comes from and his family. It was really family oriented. Um, and the things that he talked about all exuded, you know, a a a, a toughness that you could see translating for him. It's hard to tell what a guy's talent at times is going to translate and turn into in the NBA, but guys of his size, you know, that that are willing to be tough and are about the tough shit and have backbone, like they wind up sticking around and figuring it out. And he just had a really good interview in that regard. Also, guy you wouldn't want to fuck with. I just based on whatever, I just not somebody who doesn't feel like, like, you know, there's like 10 guys you don't want to fuck with in the NBA. Like there's probably like 10 guys. They call that boy crazy eyes, man. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it 10? Would you say like 10 guys or like five guys that you like in the whole league that you probably just don't want to fuck with? What would you put man, the number at? Right now, I mean, at, at any given time, I could say 10. I got 300 people in there. I, I can't think of all them dudes off the top, but I, yeah, 10 maybe. I think that Bobby Portis is one of those guys that you just don't fuck with. You know, I just think that. Let's have a hunch. Um, okay, before we get out of here, man, let's get to real one of the week. I will go first, and then we will go to Raja Bell. My uh, ruin of the week is simple. Friend of the show is David Fisdale, assistant coach with the Los Angeles Lakers. Ruin of the week. Raja, who is your ruin of the week? Oh, man. So many worthy candidates this week. But my real one of the week is one. CP3 Chris Paul. Mm. He's the only real, you know, logical choice for me amongst all these candidates. Um, it's been a long time coming, brother. One of the best point guards in the league for a long time. Was starting to wonder whether that ship had sailed to some degree. You know what I mean? And he tied it all together there in Phoenix. And in the biggest game of their season, dropped 41 piece um, and led them to the NBA Finals for the first time in how, I don't know how long. But I think it's great for Chris. I think it's great for the city again. And I'm going I'm to triple down on it being great for the Suns. So Chris Paul, real one of the week. Real one of the week, man. This, is, this has been fun, man. This is a fun little episode, man. Check us out Mondays and Thursdays. Um, also, you know, shout out to Callan Cowhorn for saying we're one of the best pods in the country. I heard that because you know how I heard that? Because Raja Bell was on Callan Cowhorn. So shout out to yeah. shout out to him. Shout out, shout, to, out. shout out to all the homies over there. Um, check out Ringer NBA on all socials. Check out everything on the Ringer NBA feed. Uh, that is group chat. That is mismatch. That is the answer. Check out Black Girl Songbook with who, Raja Bell? Town legend, Miss Danielle Smith. Mm, there's a new episode that just came out, actually. Check out R2C2 with who, Raja Bell? That would be Vallejo Legend. I need a cool, what'd you call him from, what, what is Vallejo Legend? What was one of his nicknames you gave him? The Crest Side Clown. Ooh, Vallejo Legend, the Crest Side Clown. CC Sabathia. I like that better. Mm. Yeah, let's roll with that. Make sure you check out the Ringer Music Show and make sure you check out Ringerverse. Sometimes Jomi is on there. Sometimes Charles Holmes is on there. Sometimes Van Lathan is on there. All the time is a great show. We will see you guys on Monday. Holla! Holla!